Hey everyone, it is time for Remar Nurse University. This is our first week. I am so happy to be here with you on tonight. If you are, if you are joining us for Remar Nurse University, this is the preparation to evaluate your critical thinking. So these exercises that we'll do during RNU are to test your content knowledge. Have you been studying? How many people are studying with me in the V2 right now, my comprehensive NCLEX review? Well, this is going to test all of that knowledge. And also, if you have this book as well, the information on tonight will come from here. I am really excited to present this class to you. I know I have nurses from all over. So right now, just let me know where you are from. We actually are gonna do something very special. I have a Remar nurse who recently passed her NCLEX and I wanted to give you guys the opportunity to ask her questions. Um, as a community, I love when the Remar nurses come back and say hello to us. So Remar Nurse University is the perfect opportunity for that. So I'm gonna introduce um, Nurse Martinez to you guys. She is spotlighted on a TikTok channel. She has an amazing testimonial of how she passed NCLEX. And so I want you guys to say hello to her and ask her questions as I will too. So welcome, Nurse Martinez. How, how Hello, are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so good. So I wanted to just have you introduce yourself to the Remar nurses who are wanting to be in your shoes. They're actually here to study a patient simulation tonight. So can you tell us when, well, just introduce yourself and tell us your credentials. Um, I'm Martinez Applewhite. I am an LPN. Um, I took my test when April 18th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yep. yeah, April 18th. So um, I've been in, I'm an LPN please. and <laughs> that's, that, that's what I am, LPN and I still hold an EMT, so. Perfect. Now, um, tell me really quickly, were you nervous to take next-gen NCLEX? I was because I couldn't find any videos. I'm a YouTube researcher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I could not find any videos on it at all. On how to prepare so, for it? Yes. Uh, not yes. on how to prepare for it, but just about the test in general. Got so it. I was just nervous because no one had taken this test before me. And True. I didn't know how, like what it was going to exactly look like. Uh, so I, I was just like, that gave me no hope. <laughs> Yes. No. Yeah. You were one of the first generations um, um, in that month of April to take the exam. So tell me, how did you um, how did you choose, you know, what you were going to study with? How did you choose your NCLEX prep? Um, so the choice was really easy for me when choosing Remar. Um, I had, I think, a Kaplan book, but it was extremely confusing. So I was like, no. I need something easy, something user friendly and something that's content based because I didn't know what I, I don't know what I don't know because I had six weeks of nursing. So yep. <laughs> like I don't know what I don't know. So I was like, I want to learn everything in a crash course and I, I need it to be content based. I don't want to take the questions and then try to figure out what I don't know. I, tell me the content and I can decipher what I can learn out of the questions. Um, so that was that was 
that, that was that process. When I that was found that it. I think I found it on like it, it because I was researching it so much. I found it on like an ad on Facebook. Um, I think it was like post on Facebook, and I was like, hmm. And I went for it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So many people don't know about you, uh, but I do, and I wanted to point out that you were an EMT before and you decided to get into nursing. Now, what made you want to get into nursing? What what about the career of nursing excited you or wanted you to be like, hey, now is my time to do this? So um, nursing, so I have a passion for moms and babies and I want to work as a certified nurse midwife. So I had to get the nursing part. <laughs> so um, the military gave me the opportunity to take the, um, to challenge the void for the LPN. Mm -hmm. And I'm still currently in school getting my RN. So I was just like, let me just, let me just go for it. Just yeah. why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are currently working as an LPN where? I am working at a correctional facility. Oh, yes, that's right. That is that is such a hot topic on the nursing job boards, being a correctional nurse. Uh, but we'll have to talk about that another time. How did you feel um, the job opportunities were now that you hold a nursing license? Um, to be honest, it opens a whole new door. Even with like some people think that LPN is not worth it, it's still so worth it. I went from being an ET. EMT where jobs are kind of limited. You can do transport, you can do um, you can do like emergency, but LPN, you can do anything. I'm in corrections. Like you can work in the hospital, you can work in nursing homes, you can do so much and everybody's calling. I put in so many applications before I take my test and everybody's calling and I got multiple job offers. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. That is a great problem to have. And that just speaks to how nursing is a, a job that literally can level you up, take you to the next level in yeah. so many ways. So I'm glad you shared that. Um, what advice do you have? What advice do you have for anybody studying for next gen NCLEX? Like say if they were testing next week, what would you tell them? If you're testing next week, make sure that you feel comfortable. If you didn't do V2, then reschedule your test and then go do V2. <laughs> But no, bro, like take it seriously, like study, like listen to what, if you have V2, let's just assume you have V2 because you should have V2. But if you have V2, like take the computer adaptive test, see how that does for you. Do the questions, um, do like take her exams, her mini tests, all of those seriously. If you only have a week, I would say go through and watch as many YouTube videos or go redo V2 if you can. Um, if you go, if you can go back through the videos, um, because it's extremely helpful. Like I saw some of my same questions were like spot on. Definitely. So it really, really helped content over questions guys content over questions um I, I thank you so much i'm trying to see if they have questions for you um everybody's just saying congratulations thank everybody's you. saying what is v2 they're not sure what v2 is let oh, them know what v2 know is about v2. you have to know about v2 go online and type in um i, I don't know if it's remar nurse slash v2 i don't know but google will tell you 
or Regina can tell you. Yeah, I'll tell her. I'll tell her. I'll tell her. Thank but you go so, on, so much. Yeah. They have RN, they have LPN. I'm an LPN, so I did the LPN version. Print out that workbook, listen to the videos, fill it in, go along, find you a nice, quiet study space, and really absorb what she has to say because it is important and it will help you pass. Okay, I see questions on the screen. How long did you study for? I studied for five weeks. Five weeks. Okay. All right. Five weeks. And how long did you take your test? How long was your NCLEX exam? Um, I took four hours. Whew. <laughs> I read slow and I'm a, a really critical thinker. So I can't just go. I got I can't go with it. I'm like, okay, so it's this or that. But this can happen and that can happen. And nope, I had to remind myself that read the question that it's asking and answer that don't think about but this could happen because if it if it was going to happen in that scenario then they would have told you yep. read the question and answer the question that's on the screen um somebody said how many questions if you remember did you have on your test oh i know because i got the minimum 85 v2 ah! 85 <laughs> v2 okay and how many, I'm trying to look at my, how many hours a day sh did you study? She got the 85, the minimum. Um, so I actually did videos. I did, um, what do you call it? The study schedule. Mm -hmm. I did the study schedule. I do have the old, um, what's it called? The quick facts. I don't have the new generation quick facts, but I do advise it, especially if it, if it helps with the new generation test, but I do have the old quick facts. So if you go by the study guide that comes with your um, packet, beautiful. Got it. Got it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Y'all need to share this testimonial because <laughs> this information is, is the latest. It's coming. You come in right from a nurse that just took next gen NCLEX. You can absolutely do it, guys. You can absolutely do it. But make sure, like Nurse Martinez says, you 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 take your um you take it serious. You make sure that you take this serious, okay? Um, because that is going to help you prepare when you get in front of that exam. Thank you so much. So what's the next You're step welcome. for you? Um so currently I'm just having fun working in corrections. I'm still doing some of the prerequisites since my, since I didn't have the um, prerequisites for nursing, um, since I went through the military, mm -hmm. I'm still working on prerequisites so that I can apply to get into my RN program. You can do it. I, I can do it. <laughs> and I save my stuff so it'll help me in school. And then I'll go back and buy V2 for my RN. Absolutely. Now, just one quick question. When you were studying those five weeks, did you work too, or were you just studying full time? I did not. I studied full time. Full time. So you took the time off to work, yes. do the program, and then you took the exam. Yes. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Very seriously. And I saw someone on here ask, do I just recommend doing V2? I didn't use anything else. I literally only used V2, and that was it. Um, and fun fact, because this is going to blow your mind, I actually didn't do any of Regina's questions. What? I did not take a single one of your 2,000 questions. I only did V2 content 
And then I did the computer adaptive test and the computer adaptive test that I was going to pass. And I took my test two days later and got 85 questions. You can do it without taking hundreds and thousands of questions. What? I only look <laughs> at your content. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. And this is why I always tell students when they get V2, just real quick, prioritize those lectures over a question bank because the lectures, the content is what helps you to answer any kind of question that is just phenomenal so with the v2 you do get the lectures the question bank and the mm -hmm. computer adaptive test um, so use everything that you have available to you oh my goodness that is amazing <laughs> content <laughs> content content yes. amazing it's important so, it's important congratulations i don't even know um i i want you to stay in contact with the family Okay, I, uh, on your testimonial, you called everybody Remar cousins. Uh, so Mark and I, we laughed about that. But yeah, <laughs> thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy nurse now. So we really appreciate you coming back to um, to us during R&U to answer some questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. Who's next, everybody? Thank you so much. Um, who's next, everybody? Who is next for passing NCLEX? That is amazing. If you're just joining us, this is Remar Nurse University. Go ahead and get out your workbooks. We're about to get started. We are about to get started. All right, let's get started as always with, mm -hmm. got your workbook. Got your workbook. Right? Uh, everything's quiet, kids are resting, they got the <laughs> snacks and whatever else. Uh, only thing we're gonna do right now is we're gonna pray. Uh, that everything goes well, that your mind is clear, that uh, that you get everything that you need on tonight. My name is Mark Callion. Hi, Mark. Uh, I am the husband of Regina MSN RN, yes. number one in-collection structure <laughs> on the planet. Also, I'm the president of Remar Review uh, and also the Remar Nurse Chaplain. Uh, we want to make sure that you have spiritual guidance along the way as you go. So we're just going to have a word of prayer, and we're going to get started without further ado. There right. we go. So if you're uh, in a safe place, bow your head and let's pray. Let's go. All right, Father in heaven, thank you for uh, just bringing the family of Remar nurses together. Thank you. Thank Lord. you for filling their hearts with passion uh, and also their hearts with care and concern uh, so that they can be in a position to uh, get their nursing license so they can okay. bless others, they can bless their families, and they can also uh, be vessels of honors to be used as you see fit. Yep. So, Lord, we believe that you put that vision in their heart, put that burden upon their heart. And so, Lord, if you did that, you will also see them through the journey. Uh, Lord, be with the repeat test takers, help them not to give up. Be with those who are dealing with anxiety. Let them know that you are holding their hand and that with God, with you, Lord, it is possible. possible. So we thank you for all of these blessings. We ask them in Jesus' name. We pray and celebrate you and just say thank you, Lord, and amen. Amen. amen all amen. right, guys, it's let's time for Remar Nurse University. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and we are in week one, which is our next-gen clinical simulation, okay? So let's let us let us get out our workbooks because what's going to happen how this is going to work is you are in the middle of a highly engaged nursing review okay and so what's going to happen is i'm about to present to you a patient so if you have your workbooks you're going to take report on this patient and you are going to treat this as if you were starting a shift that is how we're doing next-gen NCLEX uh, prep on tonight, okay? So I'm about to give you a report. Your patient's name is Myra Keller. Myra Keller, all right? She is a 54-year-old female. Are you guys in this thing with me? Are you guys in this thing with me? So here is your report on... Here is your report 
on your patient. Here's your report on your patient. Your patient, Myra Keller, is a 54-year-old woman, okay? She was admitted with an episode of chest pain after jogging at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patient has a history of asthma, anxiety, hypertension, cigarette smoking, and obesity. Mentation-wise, your patient is alert and oriented times four. Her lungs are clear. She denies nausea and vomiting at this time. The patient voids freely. The patient moves independently. Okay. All right, so this is your patient now. Um, if you don't have the workbook, it's okay. Keep up and listen. Last night, the patient had two episodes of shortness of breath and an hypertensive episode was noted after lunch as well. The client stated that she was nervous watching the war on the news, okay? Client stated that uh, she subsequently felt better without any intervention. The client is currently resting quietly in the bed after ambulating down the hall. Okay, did you guys get all that? This is the patient that we are working with on tonight. And, okay, so the goal of NextGen is for you to be able to identify, reading a chart, things that are concerning to you, okay? So, again, just really quickly for those of you, this is what you should have written down on your um, workbook page. 54-year-old woman admitted with an episode of chest pain after jogging at 5 a.m. in the morning. Patient has a history of asthma, obesity, anxiety, cigarette smoking as well. Her mentation is alert and oriented times four. Her lungs are clear. Um, no nausea, no vomiting at this time. The patient voids freely, okay? Does not have any kind of urinary or bowel obstruction, okay? Also, moves independently. Two episodes of shortness of breath and hypertensive episode after lunch. The client stated she was nervous watching the, the war on the news. Client stated she felt better without any intervention. Client is currently resting quietly in bed, okay, ambulating down the hall. So here we go. All right. So turn that page over. And now we are going to break down. This is in your workbook, okay? If you need the workbook, the link is in the video. Now we're going to break down the patient's medications, okay? So let's look at the patient's medications as we prepare for our questions. And this is what you will see when you are a nurse on the floor in real life, okay? Also, this is what you will see when you're presented with a case study. So, look at the patient's medications and write down in your workbook, okay? What, what's going on with this patient? We're on page number two of your um, RNU workbook. Patient's blood pressure, okay? Is that an issue for this patient? Is blood pressure an issue for this patient based on the medications? Amylodipine, what kind of medication is that? 
If your patient is on amylodipine, tell me what classification of medicine is that right now? You should be able to identify. See, this, this, this review right here is not a lecture. This is actual critical thinking, okay? Clinical judgment. What is amylodipine? Somebody put it in the somebody put it in the comments. I want to see comments on the screen. That's right. It is a calcium channel blocker, a CCB. What is carvedilol? What is carvedilol? All right. What type of issue does this patient have based off of this medication? Ah, very good. Very good. Over 3,000 nurses right now watching. This is the largest this is the largest NCLEX review on the planet right now, just so everybody is aware. We're doing it tonight, all right? Lisinopril, lisinopril. Lisinopril is also what type of medication? We have in another hypertensive medication, okay? Sodium bicarbonate. Your patient's on sodium bicarbonate. What is that supposed to treat? Be thinking about this. Hey, and calcium chloride, calcium chloride. Why is our patient receiving this type of medication? Okay. All right, safety. Now we're just, we are just breaking down what we see. I'm going to move on because we have to look at another element of the patient, which is the laboratory values okay and i'm putting this up here for the people who um who may not have the workbook but if you have the workbook you can um, see this all very clearly now look at the patient's laboratory values what what do you notice what's out of place because remember on next gen NCLEX, they're going to give you the normal values so if today is may 29th if today is May 29th, what are you worried about? What are you worried about today? Look at those lab values and tell me what you are worried about. Okay. And we're working in our workbook, guys. Mm-hmm. I see some people putting on the screen. Uh, the potassium is too high. Absolutely. The sodium is low. What else? What else do we see? Okay. There is a reason why you are given the normal ranges now for next-gen NCLEX, okay? Because it doesn't really matter if you can look at it and say, well, the potassium is high or the sodium is low. That's great that you can identify that, but for the extension of next-gen NCLEX, what does that mean? How will we take care of our patients because of that? Okay, <laughs> all right. Good job. Sodium high, potassium low. Somebody says the alkaline phosphatase is also high. What does that mean? This is our patient for tonight. We know her issues. Now, let me show you. I got to move on. Let me show you her. The next thing is her what? Her vital signs. The next thing is her vital signs. So let me put these up for you. And let me, let me do that. All right. What is the trend in the patient's vital signs? Really quickly. I can see it. Can you guys see it? I can see that trend. Okay. 
Okay, good job. So what's happening now is, hey, look at that blood pressure. What is going on with our patient? Blood pressure is way too high. Okay, it's going up. What about the heart rate? Anybody say anything about the heart rate? Are you happy with that? What else? Yep. Okay. Content, content, content. All these things are all these things are meaningful to you. All these things are meaningful to you as a nurse. Okay. Okay. So we have, we essentially have our patient. You you got a report from your patient. You know the medications the patient's on. You know the labs that they currently have, and you know the vital signs. So now it's time to be nurses, okay? Now it's time to be nurses. I have questions for you based off of what you just saw. Now, you're gonna answer the questions. This is a safe space. So it's okay if you get them wrong, okay? This is a low trauma environment. But at the same time, as we're going through this case, I want you to be evaluating, do I know what I'm supposed to know? Am I comfortable? Am I ready for NCLEX, okay? So here we go. First question that I want to ask you guys is this. This is the first question. What is the priority when you're first evaluating the client at the start of the shift? So just put it in the comments, write it down. Okay. If you were to just get this patient, what are the priority nursing actions at the start of your shift? What is important to you? I love it. Yep. I love it. Mm-hmm. 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 Amazing. 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 This is our priority nursing actions. Okay. Our priority nursing actions. I could not agree more with what I am seeing. Our priority is going to be get those vital signs again. This is the first time you're seeing this patient. The first thing that you want to do is get the vital signs. Now, in this situation, would you delegate the vital signs to a nurse's aide? What do you say? In this situation, would you delegate the vital signs to a nurse's aide, yes or no? Let's just see if the client is breathing. Why not? A lot of people are saying they would not delegate these vital signs to a nurse's aide. Why not? I agree. I agree. I'm just looking for why you wouldn't. Because, yes, because I want to see it myself because of the trend in the patient, right? The patient is unstable. Very good. Patient's unstable. So we would not, in this situation, based off of the information we're given, we would not want to delegate this to um, a nurse's aide. Okay. And that's a safety question. Head-to-toe assessment is also another thing that we will be looking at, head-to-toe assessment, and also pain assessment as well, right? These are the things that we would prioritize when we come into the patient's room. And so vital signs, we're going to be looking at um, blood pressure, heart rate, temperature, pulse ox, all those things. Very good. Next question I have is this. And this was a, a safety question here. List four client needs that must be communicated to the doctor immediately. Like, based off of what you see here, what you have seen, what are four things you need to tell the doctor? Okay, 
This is a safety question. Um, basically recognizing cues. When you talk about case studies, one of the first things that you have to be able to do is pull out complications from written information provided to you. So what are four safety things? Mm, I like that. Yep. So we have that. Absolutely. Good job. Good job. Good job. Four. I, I'm looking for four. And I know I'm putting the answers on the screen, but really the goal is challenging yourself to see if you can answer it without looking at anybody else's answers. Are you able to do it? Yes. Shout out to my nurses all over the planet right now. Those of you that got up really early to come to this class, I appreciate it. This is testing yourself live. Putting in the work. Let's go, guys. The correct answer here is oxygenation. Priority. The oxygenation of this patient is low. 92%. I'm assuming this is on room air because I don't have an order for anything. I didn't get a report that the patient's on oxygen. The blood pressure is trending up. The potassium level also is very high. The potassium level also is very high. And the alkaline uh, phosphatase is also very high. Those were the four things. Um, if I had to prioritize four, those would be the four. I would not include the sodium level in the prioritization. Okay, and I hope you guys can see why that would not be included if you only have four things. Okay, good job. Now, let's talk, to about, let's talk about something else. The next question is a clinical judgment question. Clinical judgment, we're looking at the progression of the patient's care here. So what are three diagnostic procedures the nurse should anticipate? No choices. Just based off what you know, what are three diagnostic procedures that you know this patient needs? Myra Keller, we have her laboratory values, okay? Give me diagnostic procedures. And diagnostic procedures um, is a topic that I do go over in V2. Hey guys, did you know the V2 physical workbook is now available? So those of you that were like, hey, Regina, can you make a physical copy of this book so we can, it's available to you guys right now, all right? So you don't have to print it out anymore. If you go to the website, um, you'll be able to find the physical copy of the V2 workbook. <laughs> also, if you already have V2, it is, um, it is absolutely, I sent you an email about it too. Okay, diagnostic procedures is one of the critical, critical components that you have to know about. All right, you have to know which diagnostic procedures are going to be expected for the nurse to know. All right, so somebody say here, EKG. Absolutely, EKG, a metabolic panel? You do a metabolic panel, okay. Um, think about, think about the actual condition that the patient is having. All right. Um, cause I, I feel like I see some random, some random diagnostic, um, conditions. So the three that I would want to get for this patient are ECG, ECG, so EKG, the stress test, absolutely and then the liver function test. And this is just based off of my report that I got from the patient. 
what I'm looking at. Okay. What is it? Okay. Arterial blood gas. Hmm. See that? Yep. So, diagnostic test wise, okay? Diagnostic test wise, I'm going to be looking for, um, yeah, the liver function test because I'm worried about that alkaline phosphatase. Did you see what that was? Okay. Alkaline phosphatase. Normal is 44, um, 147. Patient has 245. And so that is telling me that there is a lot of phosphorus going on in our patient's bloodstream, the liver. Okay. So don't skip out on that. Don't skip out on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good, good job. Good job. That was a, that was a clinical judgment question. How are you guys doing? How are you guys doing with this? Let's go to the next question. This is actually a safety question. Ooh, this is a good one. I really like this question. Okay. Identify three possible causes of hypertension. What are the three possible causes of hypertension? Your patient had a hypertensive episode, okay? Okay. Patient had a hypertensive episode. In report, you were given circumstances that could absolutely cause your patient to have a hypertensive episode. What are they? Ah, I see it. Yes, I see it. I see it. I see it. First person that put it down. I'm trying to get to it. Oh, man. Anxiety. Our patient has anxiety. Does anxiety, will anxiety increase your blood pressure? Okay. Mm, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh, this was good. Identify three possible causes of hypertension. And actually, I see some, um, some that are different from mine. So let me show you mine, all right? Because I see some good ones here, too, that I guess I didn't even think about. But yeah, you got, okay, so here's my three. Here are my three. Caffeine with lunch. Because the patient had an episode, what did it say? It said that they, um, there were two episodes of shortness of breath and hypertensive episodes after lunch. So every little thing is important. What did the patient have for lunch? Did they have a Pepsi or something, or like, you know, coffee, something with caffeine in it that could have caused a hypertensive crisis? That's what I want to investigate. Also, we know that the patient um, does have anxiety. That was another thing. And also patient positioning. What, what activity was the patient doing, right? Um, they came in because they had chest pain after jogging. So what's going on with this patient, okay? That's why I wanted that stress test, okay? So you see how it all comes together. Passing NCLEX is about looking at a person clinically, um, looking at the entire picture. And it's very difficult for you to prepare for NCLEX if you're just in a question bank and you're not literally looking at a person, looking at their pathophysiology. What we're doing right now is considered pathopharmacology, right? So I'm combining these elements to present to you a very complicated patient. So you have to have a certain level of depth to pass next-gen NCLEX. And question banks don't give you depth. You need content. This is how you do pathopharmacology. You can't, you can't talk about it if you don't know it. 
So if you're feeling uncomfortable, if you're feeling struggle, like you're struggling, what is she talking about? I'm, I'm not really sure how she's coming up or how they're coming up with the answers. Content is your problem. Okay. You need to get into the content of nursing and it's an easy fix. It's an easy fix. All right. All right. Let's move on. Question number five is a safety question. A safety question. Here it is. Our patient Myra Keller is having hyper, um, hyperkalemia, right? What medication is likely causing hyperkalemia? What medication is likely causing hyperkalemia? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put, I'm going to see if I can go back mm, and see if I can, oh, it might be a challenge for you guys that don't have it. Let me see if I can run the medications for you. Here are the medications. Which medication is likely causing, is likely causing the hyperkalemia? And listen, you either know it or you don't. You either know this or you don't know it, okay? This is the medication that your patient is on. How deep is your knowledge? Is it the amylodipine? Is it the carvedilol? Is it the lisinopril, sodium bicarbonate, or calcium chloride? What are you worried about? Okay, I love it. I got some experts in the house. <laughs> Good job, guys. Um, okay, let me get back to the, the okay, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do that again. Let me get back to our current position here. Correct answer was absolutely the lesson April. Yeah, it was the lesson April. All right. And the lesson April, the lesson April, guys, actually, if you have the quick facts, page 103. Page 103, lisinopril. Okay, and let me just read to you quickly from Quick Facts what you need to know about lisinopril because in the back of Quick Facts is the pharmacology section. When I tell you guys memorize the pharmacology section, memorize it because these little these little nuances about medications come up on NCLEX. Okay, so lisinopril. You guys know everybody know lisinopril ends in it's an ACE inhibitor. It ends in pril, but Things to remember about ACE inhibitors is in African-Americans, it increases the risk of what? Angioedema, okay, so swelling. How will you know first if a patient has angioedema? The first thing that they're gonna be presenting with is that dry cough, yeah. They're gonna have a dry, hacking cough. And the patient might not even know that they're having some swelling going on. They just think, oh, maybe I got a cold, seasonal allergies, Whatever, no, you're swelling, it's angioedema, okay? Also, don't give ACE inhibitors to patients with renal impairment. Now, we know our patient right now is on an ACE inhibitor. Um, they have some issues with their, you know, with their liver probably. We see the alkaline phosphatase, that might be some um, kidney problems too, we don't know. And then also, ACE inhibitors can increase your potassium level, so we have some drug interactions going on with this patient, okay? With this patient. Because we don't really have any other reason why our patient's potassium level should be elevated, do we? So we have to look at the medications as, um, as an influence to that condition. Whew, okay, all right, let's get back into it. So we said that the lisinopril is likely causing the hyperkalemia. How many people knew that? That is, 
a great, great safety question. NCLEX is about being safe. The way you're safe is your content. All right, this is it. Here it is right here. This is where we really are gonna get into it. My question here, huge safety question. What information is missing? See if you identify this. What information is missing before the nurse can properly administer medication to M. Keller? Okay. What information is missing? I don't see it anywhere on here. Hey, if it's your first time joining me, my name is Professor Regina Callian, MSNRN. I am the number one NCLEX instructor on the planet because I have the best nursing students all around the world. And we join together every Monday and Wednesday, really, right? And we do content, critical thinking, safety to help you get your nursing license. If you are trying to get your nursing license, if you're trying to get your nursing license, this is the place to be because we prep for NCLEX, okay? Um, oh yeah, yeah. So. You're here for this class. I got another class Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Okay, make sure you're there. I see, I see, I see the correct answer. The correct answer is before we, before we can administer any medications to this patient, what are the allergies? I'm looking, if you look on this thing, we never got the allergies in report. Was that a great report? No, that was a terrible report, okay? The allergies are not listed on the electronic health records anywhere. Huge red flag. Now the question is, the question is, has this patient been getting medications without anybody knowing what her allergies are? Oh man, this is a big problem, right? This is life, this is real life nursing, okay? And what I want you guys to always do is I want you to take every report with a grain of salt. I want you to question everybody. Because if I look at my electronic health record that's in front of me, I see that this patient has been getting medication for two days without her allergies being recorded. Okay? Now, Every nursing student here should have been able to identify that. Every nursing student should have immediately looked at this and said, I don't have allergies right here. I don't have what I need to be a good nurse. Okay, this is a problem. This is a problem, all right? And this is why I'm going over this because there are many people who passed the NCLEX, and that's why NCLEX had to change, is because there are many people who passed the NCLEX and when they got a job, they could not look at the total picture of the patient and they ended up harming patients. A lot of people, actually, a lot of new nurses had huge medical errors. And the problem was they were passing NCLEX, but when they got on the floor, when they got on the units, they were not safe nurses. And so this is a perfect demonstration of how that happens. Perfect demonstration of how that happens. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> All right, Remar nurses, let's get into it. So now we know that this patient has been getting medications apart from anybody knowing what her allergies are. What else is wrong? I want you to identify, and, and okay, and so 
I want you to identify other concerns about the medication list that you have. Um, ignore this um, new medication order because we're not there yet. So what I want you to do is write down other concerns. Like I, how I did it was, let me show you. At the bottom of the page down here, I just wrote down all the concerns. If you look at this medication list, go ahead and write down all the concerns that you have about the medications. All right, so all these medications, look at them and tell me some problems that are going on here with how this patient has been getting their medications. And this is you being able to um, correctly identify, okay, not only cues, but also you being able to anticipate the challenges for this patient. So yeah, so many issues with this. And I don't even think you guys, maybe you did see them. Did you guys see them at first or now are you guys just like, what? Look how much stuff is missing for this patient who's been getting medication. Oh my goodness. It's a scary world out there. Welcome to the clinical simulation. Right now, you guys are in it. Some people said they saw it. Other people were like, I didn't even, I didn't even know. <laughs> All right. Here are the issues with this patient's mark. Starting with the amylodipine. The amylodipine has no route to it. You don't know how you're giving it, but it's been given. So the nurses that have been giving it, we don't know how they've been giving it, okay? The carvedilol, it has also no route. That's a problem. Is it IV, is it PO, what is it, okay? Another thing, another thing that is wrong is the lisinopril. The lisinopril has no dosage. How much is this patient getting? This is a problem. Y'all, this is a problem. Wow. And people have been treating this patient. This is so sad, right? Okay. Sodium bicarbonate. How many times were they supposed to get this medication? Sodium bicarbonate. What did the doctor write? Okay. You gotta tag your friends that miss this. There's a lot of people that need to be here right now because this is real life, okay? The order was written for times one stat. I can see here that the patient has gotten this medication twice. The patient has gotten this medication once a day, okay? What about the calcium chloride? Calcium chloride, 1,000 milligrams IV for 10 minutes, giving it over 10 minutes. That's supposed to be a times one. Who's been given this medication? Somebody needs to get written up. So, and this is the thing, because nurses, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nurses have the ability to approve medications, pull medications out, um, this kind of thing happens a lot. If the medication is available to you, even if the even if the Pixis, you know, says, are you sure? Like the Pixis can alert you, like, are you sure? I don't see your order written, all these things. The nurse can look at the, the MAR and it's like, okay, well, I need to give this. This one here, 
you know, and they, and they override it and they pull out the medication and they administer a medication. This is real life nursing. Okay. So what I want you guys to feel is extremely uncomfortable whenever you get a report until you actually verify everything for yourself. Okay. Cause if I got this patient and I got this Mar, Oh, I'm writing, I'm writing some people up. I'm filing incident reports. I'm handing out incident reports like Christmas presents because now who has to, who has to take on this unstable patient? This patient is unstable. That's you now. So now we have an unstable patient and I'm wondering why the patient is unstable and I'm looking at the medication and I see all these violations. Okay. All these violations. I'm so happy. This is what I want. This is what I want. I want this. Okay. Because at the end of the day, it's beyond you. Um, just passing NCLEX. NCLEX is great, but I want you guys to be safe nurses. I want the public to be safe because you passed NCLEX. Okay. And not just cause you did a hundred questions a day. Like, I don't want that. I want it to be because you actually know the information. Okay. You're prepared clinically. So good job. Did we get all that? Okay. Let me go back. Did I say everything that I needed to say? Yeah, that's it. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you take this report on this patient and you look at the lab values and you say, I need to speak to the charge nurse immediately because I can't take this patient tonight. <laughs> Or if I do take this patient, this is the only patient I'm taking. So I got a lot of work to do. Okay. Content over questions. Amazing. Amazing. So when I wrote this, I was thinking about you guys. Okay, let's move on. Here we go. Next question is this. Okay. Um, so this was the medication order that we got for this patient. And it's a new medication order. And it says nitroglycerin 7.5 millig uh, milligrams one half an inch ointment twice daily okay so the doctor wrote that and then the doctor also wrote for oxygen three liters nasal cannula yay because we know our patient needed the oxygen and um, also parameters keep the o2 saturation above 93 percent perfect so now now that you know this you got nitroglycerin, you got oxygen ordered for um, our patient Keller. Now, moving past this, after the administration of nitroglycerin, which expected side effect would require pain medication? Okay, pain medication. <laughs> Somebody said, what doctor is this? What doctor is this writing these orders? <laughs> You guys, nurses are the final. We are, we are the final line of defense for our patients. So if everybody else misses it, we have to catch it. And I don't know if you guys noticed now, nurses, are, we used to be protected if we made a mistake, but now nurses are getting prosecuted if they make mistakes and give a wrong medication, okay? You could, you could get jail time, you could get you know fines, you could lose your license. So this is very important, okay? Nitroglycerin does come in an ointment. This medication was written as an ointment. The route was half of an inch. So it's half of an inch of 
medication that comes in a tube for nitroglycerin. Okay. Okay. All right. So everybody is saying, yes, after you get um, nitroglycerin, when you give it to a patient, they have headaches. They have headaches. So that is something that you want to be mindful of for, um, for next-gen NCLEX. And that's also a fact in your quick facts too. There is a section on nitroglycerin. You need to know it, okay? Because your patient, the headache will necessitate for you to give them something for pain. It's a bad headache, okay? It's a bad headache. Are we all together on that? Excellent job. I'm just reading over the comments to make sure we don't have any questions and we are all on the same page. All right, here we go. All right, uh, shout out to Nurse U. Am I saying that right? Hello, Remar. I passed my NCLEX just last week, May 24th. Thank you so much. The QBank really helped. All right, amazing. I do appreciate the QBank. You'll be able to do case study questions and bow tie and highlight and fill in the blank, all those great things. So. Congratulations, okay. What page about headaches? Um, if you have quick facts, there is a complete section. Nitroglycerin is in the pharmacology section, but it's also one of the sections as well. Oh, this light is killing it. It's also um, one of the sections on page 59, 59, okay. All right, let's jump back into it with our patient. So the next question that I asked you is going to be this. Thank you for putting that page up for me. How does oxygen via nasal cannula affect mucous membranes? What are some things that we have, what are some things that we have to be mindful of if we are starting Ms. Keller on oxygen, okay? Particularly with her mucous membranes, what do they do? I see it, I see it. Yes, absolutely. So oxygen is going to dry out Oxygen is going to dry out the nares of our patient. Yeah, it's gonna dry. So what do you do for that? That's my next question. What do you do for it? I'm glad you guys know that it dries it out, right? I'm expecting you to know that, but I want you to anticipate the treatment, okay? Humidifier, yes, humidifier, but there is also something else that I want you to be thinking about, okay? What, what can you do? Because humidifier is great, okay? Humidifier is great, but think about health-wise for your patient. And, and while you guys are thinking about that, Wednesday, I mentioned it, we're going live again on Wednesday, and it is going to be a Kahoot game night, so we will be giving out cash prizes Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're gonna play Kahoot, where you guys answer questions uh, for prizes, the top prize will be $200 via Cash App. Okay, so I'll put uh, questions from actually pages one through 10 of Quick Facts. So if you have this book, the questions will come from here. And I'm gonna ask, I think, 20 questions from this book, pages one through 10. Top prize, $200. It'll be second prize, um, $100, second place. Third prize will be $50, okay? All right, um, no, 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 no. Never Vaseline. I thought I saw somebody put petroleum jelly. Do we put petroleum jelly on our patients with oxygen? No, we don't, okay? We are going to, yes, Eunice, this is what I was looking for. We need to 
orally hydrate our patient, okay? Orally hydrate. That's gonna be the best thing that we can do for this patient. Humidified air is great, but remember, oxygen is literally going to be drying out the mucous membranes, all right? So we need to replenish our patients um, with oral hydration. So that is something that the nursing intervention would be expected to do. And you gotta know that. You gotta know that, okay? I'm so happy, all right? So the oxygen is gonna dry out mucous membranes in the upper respiratory tract. So you wanna orally rehydrate the patient. Remember, there are, oxygen is a medication, guys. So there are safety implications when you give it. You can absolutely give a patient too much oxygen and they can become oxygen toxic. You should know, you should know what those symptoms are. You can also, you also know that oxygen is um, combustible. It can cause a fire. So we would not put petroleum jelly around our patient's nose, okay? Even if you see people doing that, okay? In real life, this is where we have to take a step back and not do what we see people doing in real life. So it's very important that you guys um, prep for this test. There is a way to prepare for NCLEX, okay? There is a way to prepare for NCLEX. And this next question is not written correctly, so I, gotta, I have to read it to you. The patient is um, ordered sodium bicarbonate. That was one of the orders, sodium bicarbonate. So on your paper here, I wanted to know, is sodium bicarbonate given for metabolic alkalosis or metabolic acidosis? That was what I was trying to ask you guys here. All right, the sodium bicarbonate, is that metabolic alkalosis or metabolic acidosis? Which one, okay? Ah, uh, and you guys know blood gas interpretation is huge. It's huge for me, it's huge for NCLEX. So go ahead and give me that correct answer. Looks like everybody got it. I love it, metabolic I gotta give it to you guys. Amazing job, guys. Metabolic acidosis. Absolutely, because sodium bicarbonate is a base, so we will be adding that to a metabolic acidosis situation here. Okay, now let me ask you guys this. Today, based off of everything, everything that we went through today, were you a safe nurse today? Just keep it real. Were you a safe nurse? Did you identify that the patient didn't have allergies written down? Were you able to identify before I prompted you that the patient's um, medications were not written properly? And I, I, I'm, I like the, the transparency here. <laughs> um, were you able to know what every medication was for? What do you say? All right. Thinking about it, whether your answer was yes, know this. Something else is coming, okay? I'm here to I'm here to position you to to think about and take hold of how you need to be preparing to pass NCLEX and to be a nurse. Okay? And if you said no, I'm so glad that you were here tonight. Because if you said no, then I know you learned something along the way. And I know you're evaluating yourself in real time and saying, hey, I need some more work to do. And that's great, okay? And 
this is what it should be like when you're studying for NCLEX. You should be feeling like you're making progress. You should be feeling like clinically you see the big picture. Okay. And so that was our patient simulation for today. Now, what I want to do is I want to take you guys inside of the content lecture. If you don't know what V2 is, my NCLEX review, I'm going to take you inside of a lecture where you can watch the expected changes during the aging process. And so much of this was really age-related issues. As patients get older, we know they have a propensity to have hypertension, obesity, okay? Also, anxiety can come as a result of um, un undiagnosed medical conditions or um, other complications. So as we go into this lecture, expected changes in aging, if you have your B2 workbook and you haven't gotten um, to this lecture yet, you can go ahead and take notes in it. If you just have a regular notebook, go ahead and get out um, a notebook and take notes on this lecture because this is how you prepare for content for next-gen NCLEX, all right? Um, and so let's get into it, guys, okay? Let's get into it. Welcome to Expected Changes During Aging. The aging process affects every individual differently. We know that. But as our bodies age, there are certain physiological changes that you can prepare for as a natural part of growing old. So we're going to look at different systems, and I'm going to tell you the changes tested on NCLEX. So the first system is the cardiac system, and that involves our heart, of course. What you can expect as you grow older is a decreased cardiac output. So the cardiac output decreases, but what happens is there is an increase gradually in the blood pressure. And that is because the vessels tend to become more non-compliant they constrict a little bit more. Now, a big thing that you have to understand is orthostatic hypotension. Orthostatic hypotension. And this is common in the elderly. And it's essentially a decrease in blood pressure as the position of the client changes. So with orthostatic hypotension, I want you guys to, to understand this principle if this is the first time you're hearing it, but when you take uh, orthostatics, you have the patient lie flat, you do a blood pressure. Then you move them to a sitting position, you do a blood pressure. And of course, I'm saying blood pressure, but the blood pressure also includes the heart rate as well. And then you have them up to a standing position, you check the blood pressure and you check the pulse. Now, if a client is positive for orthostatic hypotension, then as they sit up and as they stand, you will notice that the blood pressure decreases and the heart rate goes up to try to compensate for that dropping blood pressure. So it is kind of common with our elderly patients, so that is why we encourage them 
Two, change positions slowly. Change positions slowly. Another point that I want you to know is that the peripheral circulation in the elderly client also decreases. So think about that, Remar nurses, as the patient grows older, if the blood and the nutrients are not getting to the periphery or the extremities, how is that going to affect skin? How is that going to affect capillary refills? All those things, okay? All right. Now we need to look at the respiratory system. Of course, here, as you get older, you're going to have increased oxygen demands increased oxygen demands but a decreased lung expansion all right so with increased oxygen demands that simply means that when an elderly client does activity such as going up the stairs or um, going grocery shopping or driving anything that's going to have them to be doing activity getting in and out of the car and driving somewhere, they're going to require a little more oxygen. But as we age, the vascular, the vessels and, and, and the muscles and everything, they don't expand as freely, they're not as flexible, so the decreased lung expansion will be noted. Here is a question. Is it normal for an elderly client to wear oxygen? What do you think? Is it normal for an elderly client to wear oxygen? Think about this. When you turn a certain age, is it happy birthday, you're 59, you're 65, you're 75, here's your oxygen because this is a normal part of aging. What do you guys think? No, absolutely not. Anytime you see someone wearing oxygen, there is some disease process that is requiring that additional oxygen all the time so it is very very important for nurses to understand that oxygen is a medication all right it's not something that you just give casually to someone it's a medication and there needs to be a disease process to back it up now one of my hobby horses as an, a nurse instructor as a preceptor as a mentor is that when you put oxygen on a patient make sure make sure that after the oxygen is no longer therapeutic you remove it and this is a, a personal matter as nurses as an NCLEX expert I need you guys to know that normally after about six hours oxygen is no longer therapeutic for acute conditions so I'm going off here, but this is important for you to understand. If a patient comes in and they have a myocardial infarction and we put oxygen on them, after about six hours, that oxygen is no longer therapeutic. And so you're just having the patient to maintain oxygen with no benefit. And so what happens is people come into the hospital all the time, oxygen is initially put on them for the reason why they're there, but it's never taken off. And so they may be in the hospital for three and four days, and then when it's time to be discharged, the nurse attempts to take the oxygen off, and what happens after a patient has been on oxygen for three days? 
they cannot breathe. They have shortness of breath. They need the oxygen. So many people come into the hospital with no oxygen, but leave with a prescription for continuous oxygen because nurses have failed to take that oxygen off the patient when it was the appropriate time. So I say all of that because I want you guys to be excellent nurses. As a Remar nurse, you have a responsibility to do no harm and to teach others to do the same, okay? Let's move on to the integumentary system. We're talking about the skin here. As you grow old, the skin becomes dry, thin, wrinkled. Yes, that is what we expect. There is also a decline in the ability to repair damaged tissues and also a decline in wound healing abilities. And so this, this goes back to the other organ functions, right? If the heart is not able to effectively um, supply the, the periphery with nutrients and oxygen, then that's going to de decrease the amount of healing that can take place. You know, skin changes in the elderly can lead to lower self-esteem as well. Oh, the reproductive system in the elderly, you need to monitor the hormonal changes. So for women, there is a decrease in estrogen, a decrease in estrogen, which of course leads to menopause. For the men, there is a decrease in testosterone. Let me give you these NCLEX tips that you wanna know. Elderly adults are still sexually active and they have to be educated on STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. If you look at the prevalence of sexually transmitted diseases and the top five groups who are contracting them, you will find that the elderly tend to be in that top five. So we have to make sure that we educate them on those STDs. For women, vaginal dryness is common and it is something that needs to be discussed with the nurse or healthcare provider. Erectile dysfunction is also common in men, so we need to know those medications for NCLEX as well. You can check them out in your quick facts for NCLEX. The musculoskeletal system includes the bones, the joints, and the tendons. For the elderly, there is a decreased range of motion, a decreased calcium level and a decrease in overall muscles. You need to know that bone loss begins at age 40 commonly. The GU system, the genital urinary system, there are changes that happens to the urinary tract and urinary system as well. The kidneys actually get smaller as you age. So as well, the bladder size decreases. So if you have a smaller bladder, what you're going to have is urinary frequency because that bladder needs to be emptied more frequently. Dehydration is a common issue in the elderly. Uh, let me ask you this question. Is urinary incontinence normal as you age? Is it expected? Um, is it normal? What do you say?
yes, it is normal. Kegel exercises. Kegel exercises can be used to strengthen the pelvic floor muscles in women and in men. I talked about that during pregnancy and we're seeing it again. As you guys can tell, the NCLEX, so many things tied together to help you have a really strong foundation for this exam. The gastrointestinal changes that you need to know, dry mouth is common, constipation. There is a delayed gastric emptying that will contribute to that constipation. The overall digestion ability decreases for fatty, greasy kinds of foods. Let me say this, is tooth loss a normal part of aging? What do you say? Is it common for the elderly? And I know we see it a lot. A lot of elderly people have false implants and dentures. But is that a normal part of aging? Is it expected? The answer is no, it is not. Tooth loss is not a normal part of aging. It indicates that a client has poor dental hygiene. They have poor dental hygiene. The nervous system, the changes that are experienced are a decrease in activity of the central nervous system and the peripheral nervous system. So the CNS and the PNS are the abbreviations. There is a decrease in reaction and reflex times as you grow older. So as nurses, we need to monitor for the need of assistive devices, such as canes, walkers, yes. Um, because with the decreased reaction time and also flexibility, mobility, those assistive devices are important for balance and coordination. You know, the mental function of the elderly should remain intact. If intelligence decreases, a disease process is present. I gotta talk about the immune system. There is a decrease in the functioning of the immune system. So that means that our elderly patients are at an increased risk of illness. And for NCLEX, you want to encourage the seasonal flu vaccine. The endocrine system, there is a decreased secretion of the thyroid hormone. This as well affects the metabolism of our client. Also, there is a decreased insulin production. So let me ask you this, if there is a decrease in insulin production by the endocrine system, will that make the blood sugar levels increased or decreased? What say if you? If there's a little insulin production in the body, do the blood sugars go up or down? Those blood glucose levels will be increased, increased. So, you want to definitely watch out for that for your client. And finally, we have the senses. Hearing, tasting, touching, smelling, seeing. What do you think happens as you age? Everything, all of the senses will decrease. The smell declines. The taste declines. Hearing, there is a loss of high-pitched sound and these are the first sounds to go. 
So when I'm educating elderly clients, I have to make sure that I talk in a lower, deeper voice. Because if I talk in my regular voice, they cannot hear me. Also, we're encouraging the use of visual and hearing aids. And again, we're speaking in a slower tone, in a deeper, lower tone, so that they can hear us. All right, your expected changes of aging have been reviewed. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, everybody. What you just saw was my V2 lecture. And I got so many questions going on YouTube and Facebook right now about what is V2? What is V2? So I wanted to take just a couple seconds and explain what the V2 program is for a lot of you who are new to Remar. So V2 is, I love V2. V2 is the answer to this. These are the five mistakes that I don't want you to make if you are preparing for NCLEX, whether you're preparing for now, next week, next month, next year. These are the five mistakes I, I, mistakes I want you to avoid, okay? Studying with questions only. You wanna pass NCLEX, you gotta do more than just questions not watching content lectures. What you just saw was a content lecture. That means we actually reviewed a subject. Those are so important, okay? You need to be doing that as part of your process. Studying without a plan. If you were doing an NCLEX review, it should come with this, okay? This is essentially a study schedule. Okay? And it tells you every time you sit down what you are supposed to be studying. You should be following this. My program is a four-week program. It should not take you longer than six weeks to prep for NCLEX if you are doing content lectures. Okay, If you're doing content lectures plus questions. Another thing I want nurses to, to make sure that you are avoiding is not having accountability. What accountability looks like is you being evaluated on actually what you're learning, okay? You being evaluated on actually what you're learning, that's accountability. So if you struggle with any of those things, this is why I created V2, okay? V2, it has the content lectures in them, just like you watched, easy to understand. Most of my NCLEX review is 20 minutes or less, okay? 20 minutes, it really should not take you longer than 20 minutes to explain a subject to a graduate who has been through nursing school, okay? Even if you haven't been from nursing through nursing school, if you really know a subject well, you should be able to teach it in less than 20 minutes, okay? Um, the downloadable workbook. Another thing that's very important when you are prepping for NCLEX is to be able to write something down. Okay, so the downloadable workbook that comes with the content lectures are important because you, when you're learning a subject, just like tonight, you want to be able to write things down. Okay, so you can get this downloadable workbook is right in your file vault. Not a problem. Also, we do have the physical workbook for those of you who don't want to print stuff out and you just want us to send it. You guys can have 
um, the physical workbook as well, okay? <laughs> and so that's really helpful. But again, I'm trying to spare you guys the expense of taking way too long to study for this exam. It doesn't take months and months to prep for NCLEX. And then also, I find that nursing students are um, over-purchasing resources and spending a lot of money and not getting the bang for the buck that they're spending, okay? Um, so this book, somebody's asking me, how do you get this book? It's on the website right now if you want to get it under physical books, okay? So if you go to remarnurse.com, you already have V2 and you want this, you get it. I know you guys were asking me for it for a long time and RNG, we were able to get it done. Okay. So content lecture is extremely important. V2, four weeks, everything in one. So it's not just content lectures. V2 also has a question bank. V2 also has the quick facts for NCLEX and then the computer adaptive exam. It is all in one prep. Okay. All in one prep. And so when somebody says, what does the $89 get you, believe it or not, content lectures, next gen, question bank, quick facts, and the computer adaptive test, okay? All those things. So when we created this technology, our goal was to be able for you to get it and not have to pay $200, $300 for it. Like that's not what we wanted. We wanted to empower you with the resource. People are asking how much is the physical workbook right now? Uh, 35. $35. 35 for this physical workbook, okay? And this is with everything printed out for you in here. Plus this physical workbook is, um, it's different from the downloadable workbook only in the sense that it has clinical judgment activities in it. So the clinical judgment activities from my original VT, I put in the book because, yeah. And also this book has more of the, can you see, it has more of the notes taken for you. So you have to do less writing. Okay. You have to do less writing. So I think you guys will appreciate getting the physical book if you don't want to write as much. Okay. Um, what other questions do you have? Um, yes, the question bank comes included with the content lectures. Let me go back to it just so you guys can see. All right. So these are the things that come in the V2. The V2 is not just quick facts. Some people say I'm doing Remar and they just have quick facts. Remar is just half of the program. Like, I'm mean, sorry, quick facts is just half of the program. So if you have quick facts, you already have half of my program. You just need the, the content, okay? The content lectures. Somebody says, I love writing with, okay, Mergy Beats. I do, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that love to write too because I think it helps lower um, the study and time that you need to do. Okay. Um, do I need to buy different books if you have the first one? No, 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 no. Mm -mm. No. So let me give you important topics that you are wanting. Okay. Wanting to really focus on for next gen NCLEX. I go over congestive heart failure. Tonight we talked about hypertension um, and we went over hypertension and medications. Like, so we did pathopharmacology tonight. You can absolutely expect to have those type of scenarios on your NCLEX exam. So it's very important that you get rooted in content. So the video that you watched, those are the videos that are in my V2. They all look just like that. All right. So congestive heart failure. Absolutely. You need to know it. You need to know the difference between left-sided and right-sided heart failure. You also need to know the three different types of diabetes. Okay. Essential 
diabetes mellitus, diabetes insipidus, gestational diabetes. Know those three. They're not the same, okay? Um, if you want to get into... Uh, if you want to get into V2, go to remarnurse.com, remarnurse.com, get yourself enrolled in it. Um, management of care. Management of care for NCLEX RN is the largest portion of your exam. So when I say management of care, what am I talking about? I'm talking about sitting down, understanding the principles of disaster management, the principles of prioritization, the principles of um, delegation and assignment. Delegation and assignment are not the same thing. A lot of NCLEX instructors, a lot of NCLEX reviews will say delegation and assignment, but they're not the same thing. So your responsibility as a, as a nurse prepping for her state boards is to get this knowledge chest tubes, infection control, content, content. Because when you have these principles under your belt, you can answer any question that's in front of you. If you guys heard the testimony of Nurse Applewhite, she said she did the lectures in V2, didn't even touch the next gen question bank at all. She literally just focused on the lectures and she was able to pass her NCLEX in the minimum amount of questions, okay? So that speaks to the power of just doing the, just doing the right thing, the, the, little, the little things. And it don't take you long to do. It really don't. Okay? So um, I'm talking about the five mistakes that I want nursing students to avoid. And I like, having, um, I like having the ability to just sit down. Will I get a physical next-gen quick facts with V2? Absolutely. So if you order V2, let me show you. Oh, let me, let me give you these other topics too that are very important, okay? And yes, my videos, can I knock them out fast? Yes, my videos are like 10, 12 minutes, 13 minutes, arterial blood gas, 10 minutes, right? Um, some people do my program in two weeks. I write it for four weeks. The way I have your study calendar is set up for four weeks. Some people do this study calendar because they have it in front of them, they do it in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> All right. So arterial blood gases, no IV fluids. And the reason why I'm saying these topics here in particularly arterial blood gases, IV fluids is because these topics are not in your quick facts book. So if you have quick facts, you still have to be responsible for management of care, arterial blood gases, um, congestive heart failure. It's not in here. Okay. Yes. You can order. If you already have quick facts, you can get the V2. You can order V2 without quick facts and actually the price goes down. It goes from $89 to $69. So literally guys, I'm giving this away. I want you guys to have this knowledge because it makes such a big difference in how you feel at the end. I love the ABG videos. You can find the study calendar in your file vault. If you have V2 in your file vault, whether you have RN or PN, your study calendar is there. Um, so I was talking about the, the content that you need to know. Psych, the psychiatric conditions, Meniere's syndrome, diagnostics procedures, you gotta know those, okay? Um, yes, you also will get the next-gen questions in the V2. There's a, there's a totally different section of it, okay? That's what we call this all-in-one. 
Oh, really quickly. So yeah, you're gonna get with V2, you're gonna get the content lectures, the quick facts, and you're gonna get the downloadable workbook that you can print out on your own. If you want this book right here, you just add it on, okay? You can add this on a physical copy of the book, it's $35, okay? And I'll say that's cheaper than if you go to a FedEx Kinko's, this probably will run you um, $40 if you print this out. Yeah, and you get it bound because like I was too cheap to even bind it. <laughs> I'm like one of those people is too cheap to even bind it. Um, so it's kind of raggedy. So we'll send you guys this book and it'll be bound. It'll be the cover, everything, the color. All right, we'll do that for you. All right, so just add it on to your V2. Just add that on, okay? Um, so what I was saying is the question bank because a lot of you have questions about the next gen question bank. Next gen question bank is also a part of V2. So when you are watching the lectures, if you want to go to the question bank, you can go to the question bank and create your own next gen exams. If you want to do case studies, if you want to just do questions about maternity, pediatrics, cardiology, pharmacology, you can design that component. This is an all in one system. Okay. Can you just purchase the content videos only? No, because the program is all inclusive. And so it's like a vacation. Like, no, when you get the content lectures, you're also going to get the question bank and computer adaptive exam. It all comes together. If you want to ignore the question bank and ignore the computer adaptive exam, never do them. That's you. That's your prerogative. No judgment here, but I wanted it to be there for you. My goal is for you to be in V2 and not feel like you have to do anything else because you have enough to do in V2 to prep you. Okay. Um, COVID has, okay, you guys are talking amongst yourself. Can you postpone the V2 start date? Absolutely. That was one of the reasons why we created V2 and changed the platform because I was on a different program before V2 and it didn't allow me to postpone your start date. And so we got off of that. And now with V2, you can postpone your start date for up to 90 days. So you can lock in the purchase price, $89. This is the last month, it will be $89. After that, y'all, it's going up to $169, okay? And I kept saying that it was coming. I kept saying it was coming. Um, so now it's here, uh, the $89 price. I'm just letting you guys know we, we, held, we held it for you guys, okay? All right, so... What else, what else, what else? Trying to purchase, but I see the NCLEX. Let me ask you this. Okay, is it a good choice to purchase UWorld for just the questions or use the QBank you provided? Mm, okay, <laughs> I love this question though. Um, and I think this is a mentality that we kind of have to address. So what I'm telling you is that you're going to get lectures, a question bank with over 2,000 questions in it, plus a computer adaptive test in one resource, okay? So if you decide to purchase another resource and try to pair it with each other, then it may leave you to have two problems. Number one, you won't finish either one like you should. And then the second thing is the resources don't work together. So it's very possible you can read one thing in one resource and another thing in another resource, which at the end of the day is just confusion. All right. And, um, after doing this for 10, 12 years, I'm going to tell you, okay, just stick to one resource. You can get it done with Remar. Um, if you have UWorld, it's a question bank. Okay. But you're still going to need content lectures 
So just stick with one. Okay, so question bank is in there. You guys can do the different question types. This is a multiple matrix. This is a this is a multiple matrix question. Um, you also will have the closed drop down questions. You'll have um, bow tie. You'll have uh, multiple response matrix. You'll have select all that apply, select number that apply. All of the next gen question formats are in there. Do them at your discretion. If you're following the study calendar, I tell you when to go into the the question bank. Okay. Okay, um, what else? And then, so essentially what it is, essentially what it is is V2 is a combination of the content lectures plus quick facts. So if you have one, you should really have both because they work together. All right, there's things in this book that are not in this book right here, okay? And then there's things in this book that are not in this book. So I really want you guys to have the entire program. But again, my priority is always on the lectures. So if you can only focus on one thing, do the lectures and then do quick facts, particularly the pharmacology section. Okay, so lectures here, pharmacology section here. Very, very important for you to have all of your bases covered, okay? And yes, okay, um, thank you for pushing us. Somebody asked, what's the difference between the next gen and the five star, okay? Some of you have the five star, you wanna know the difference. So this is how I explain the difference. I just released this book for next gen NCLEX and I released it I think sometime around April. So what I like to do is, um, <laughs> what I like to do is just look at a page and this is the five-star version, okay? So I have here the page, oh man, this is gonna be tough for me to do. Um, plasma phoresis, can you turn the light on? Maybe? One second, okay. Okay, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna try to fix this lighting so we can see this book. Okay, perfect. So this is a page from Five Star Quick Facts, Plasma Phoresis, Pleural Effusion, Polycythemia Vera. These are all topics that you want to know for your NCLEX exam, period. Okay, and if you guys never seen Quick Facts before, Quick Facts is a question and answer book. So it's not going to be any paragraphs um, in, in this book like this. Okay, so anyways, this is a page from the five-star Quick Facts. This is that same page in the next-gen version. Let me see. Hold on, keep it, hold on, keep it. Here it is. Okay, turn it down. So, as you can see, I have the same thing: plasmapheresis, pleuroeffusion, polycythemia vera. The next gen version will have more detail in here, and it also has the clinical priorities. Okay, clinical priorities, and so that is the difference. Okay. Okay, so that's the difference. Same topics pretty much, um, but I expanded it more in the next gen by adding the clinical priorities in a little bit more detail. Okay. So somebody says, when does the sale end? So the whole thing is $89 and the sale ends, okay? The sale ends the end of this month. So go to remarnurse.com and sign up for it and you can delay your start date for up to 90 days. 
that is the plan that that is like the goal yes and if you have any that's the difference between the old and the new one yeah that's the difference okay also the computer adaptive exam I just want to talk about that very quickly in v2 for those of you who have v2 don't skip out on this resource it is something that we worked really hard for you to be able to experience it is a five hour exam and it's going to behave just like the next gen NCLEX so it will give you up to five case studies Okay, you'll get your three mandatory ones and you may get two pre-test ones. It's a five hour exam. When I did it, it took me four hours to do it. And I passed it, okay? <laughs> but take advantage of it because it really, it really prepares you. You're able to take breaks and everything if you need to. However, however, um, it still will count down your time. So please make sure that every resource that you have in V2 you are taking advantage of. I would do this before, maybe like five or six days before your exam, okay? Mm, if you purchase, if you purchase V2, it's already gonna come with your downloadable workbook, okay? It's gonna come with the downloadable workbook. So this one always comes with V2. This one always comes with V2. If you want the physically printed one, you're gonna add it on, okay? And this one is 35. If you want this one, if you want us to print this one for you and bind it, this is 35. But if you don't, in your file vault, you will have this one, okay? You will have this one, okay? So all of those things combined together is the program. And to me, get it done. Get V2, the choice is simple. Get V2 and get it done. Go to remarnurse.com. This is your comprehensive NCLEX review. We do ship internationally, okay? Okay, we ship worldwide. And yes, if you purchase it, it's only, it's only going to come with the next gen quick facts. That's the one that we have. All right, I'm trying to answer everybody's questions. So all of the V2s that you ordered tonight will come with the next gen um, NCLEX. It takes two, two to five days to get this. And we, we do have these already in stock. So we have about a thousand of these in stock. So the first orders, huh? 800. We have 800 now. We have 800 of these. So these will go out as they're ordered, okay? And then when um, when they run out, then they just <laughs> we have to uh, we have to you know let y'all know we ran out. But this is the first day that we are um, introducing the physical workbook. So get it while it's hot, okay? Physical workbooks. What if I haven't started my school yet for LPN to RN? Should I just wait? Um, so if you're already at LPN and you are preparing to go into RN, a program, what I find, honestly, what I find is that an NCLEX prep program, particularly like mine, where I'm going over content with you, is going to give you an advantage in the classroom. Because instead of listening to an hour long lecture on something that really takes 12 minutes to teach, you'll be able to process everything that the teacher is saying to you. With nursing school, with nursing school, the test plan for NCLEX does not have to match your classroom syllabus. That's why I suggest everybody take an NCLEX review because you will learn things in nursing school and then if you do V2, you'll see the major picture. You'll see the big picture. 
So nursing programs usually bring me in at the end of their program to review their students for their exit exams and also NCLEX because I'm only focusing on safety and major points of nursing. I don't need to, I don't need you to know, you know, the three different ways, like I said today um, earlier, to treat retinal detachment. Like you might need to know that for your nursing class, med surge, but you don't need to know that for NCLEX, okay? Your nursing program might not have gone over EKGs for you, and that's fine. They'll graduate you without you having understanding of EKGs. I'm going to teach you EKGs because you need to know it for NCLEX. Okay. Okay. Uh, what happens to somebody, patients, what happens to someone that wants to write the NCLEX in less than three months? If you already have your test date, you can do my program. My program is four weeks. Okay. My program is four weeks. Will V2 be $69 if I already purchase QuickFacts? Exactly. V2 will be $69 if you already purchase QuickFacts. That's why I'm telling you guys, go to remarnurse.com and get on it. Get in there because that price is going up from $69.89, right? If you have the full program to $169. All right. Um, if I purchase, what, wait, hold on. These comments are going so fast. Will V2 help with HESI exit? Yes. It will. It will help with HESI exit. If you have them already and just need the content review and next-gen questions, how can we do that? Oh, if you have the V2, it's the same thing. Like if, if you get V2 and you already have QuickFacts, just get the $69 package because then you don't need the book, all right? And then that'll give you access to the content lectures and the question bank that you want, okay? Where is the CAT exam? The CAT exam in V2 is in the question bank. So when you go to make your questions, um, when you go to make your questions, you will see the CAT exam there as an option. Don't start the CAT exam unless you're committed to being there for five hours, okay? Because once you activate that CAT exam, the clock continues, all right? Uh, yes, I still have the T's book as well for those of you who are going to R in school and you need to take teas. I am really excited about um, prepping you guys for teas. So we also have a quick facts for teas and HESI for those of you that have to take this book. And this is not HESI exit, this is HESI entrance. Okay, so this is the entrance exam. So yes, we still have that. If you are taking HESI exit exam, you need quick facts and you need V2. You probably need V2. Yes, this was already answered. Yeah. Quick facts is included with the V2. So for $89, like I'm telling you guys, for $89, you're getting the comprehensive program. You're getting the content lectures that you just saw. You're getting the quick facts book. You're also getting the computer adaptive exam and the downloadable workbook. Okay. June. June is the last month. So go to remarnurse.com, and then if you need to delay your start date, do that. Professor, can someone do the enrollment for V2 in the U.S. for foreign enrollees? Um, yes. So I, I'm, I am um, trying to see if I understand your question. So we have the ability. You can. That's why we did V2 online. No matter where you are, 
you can enroll in B2. So we have students in Ghana, we have students in the Philippines, we have students, where else are they? They're all over. Canada, Canada Jamaica, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Yeah. Yes, you can enroll in V2 and do that if you are planning to take NCLEX to be a U.S. registered RN. Yes, you can also do this while you're in school. Okay, you can also do this while you're in school. Imagine knowing the priorities before you hit the class. Okay. Imagine knowing already how to do, um, I think one of the biggest things that I see nursing students struggle with is the amount of information that you learn in nursing school. How do you, where do you put it? How do you make sense of it? You know, you're, we're told to read 10 chapters. I, I know you guys, I was, a, I'm, I'm a nursing student, right? Um, you are told to read 10, 20 chapters and like, okay, I read 20 chapters in my fundamentals. What's the priority of that? What am I supposed to remember most? Okay. And so, yes. Ah, Nurse Douglas, Regina, thank you so much with your material and motivation. I was able to pass NCLEX after being out of school for eight years. Don't come on here with that kind of testimonial because you know how I get. I love this. I love it. And this speaks to, honestly, number one, not giving up on yourself not ever taking yourself out of the game. If you have a desire to be a nurse, get there. Do what you need to do to get there. Do what you need to do to get that understanding. And it doesn't matter if you've been out of school for eight days, eight months, or eight years. You can learn the information that is needed to pass the exam. Don't make it harder than it has to be, honestly. I want you to have your nursing license. I know, listen, I know those letters look so good behind your name when you're writing them. That is the goal. I want you guys to have your letters. I want you to have your license um, and I want you to have your career because being a nurse is truly a career that multiplies year after year after year. Every year that you are a nurse, you will have more opportunities. You will have more, um, you will have more financial growth. You will have um, just more actually freedom, which is the ultimate goal. Nursing gives you a ton of freedom to make your schedule, to take vacations, to celebrate your birthdays, you know, and, and I want you guys to have that. That's what you're doing all of this for. You're not doing all of this to perpetually be a student forever or um, constantly be studying, okay? Um, there is one CAT test, okay? There's one CAT test in the V2 that you have access to. That's so I'm telling you, take it seriously, okay? Yes, yeah, so you would buy, the next live will be on Wednesday. We're gonna play Kahoot, okay? Because I do Monday motivations. There's one thing about me, when I make a commitment to you guys, I keep it. I do Monday motivations every Monday at noon. During RNU for the next four weeks, I will be doing Mondays at 8 p.m. as well. And we'll do what we did tonight. And then on Wednesdays, we do Winning Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And all of this is so that you can feel comfortable and be ready for your exam. The things that you do at home will show up when you're in front of your exam. The sacrifices that you make now. And what I'm asking you to do is I'm asking you literally to invest $89 in yourself, like $89 in your education. 
it is not unreasonable to believe that you have the ability to do that. Okay. I know y'all can do it. And let me tell you this, the $89 that you invest in yourself, you can make that literally in about an hour and a half when you become a nurse. I need y'all to start believing in yourself. Okay. I need y'all to start taking hold of your future and claiming it before it happens. And understand that and understand that how you how you operate in this season will determine where you get to in your next season. This is not Monday motivation, but what I need you to see is that they ha there have been several people already that have came on here to say, I used to be where you were, but now I'm here and I'm telling you, you can do it. I used to be watching and studying and now I'm coming back to tell you I'm licensed and I made it. I need you to see what's what's happening in our environment and the community that you are becoming a part of. Nobody is here for accident. Nobody is here just for a happenstance. When I was when I was creating this program, when I was writing this book, I was praying, <laughs> I was crying. Mark no, I was I was so um Gosh, I was just so desiring for it to get into the hands of a student and change their life, change your mentality. And I was really worried because a lot of times I know you guys have a lot of options about who you'll study with. And when we do these classes, Team Remar works very hard to communicate. Y'all know I emailed y'all, I text y'all, <laughs> I emailed y'all, I text y'all, I sent y'all letters, everything about coming to this class. And the Lord, he told me, he, he told me, like, I don't have to worry about who shows up because he's sending people. He's sending people, his people to Remar. And so when I get on here, I am in that mentality that it is a divine intervention for everybody who is here. Okay. And you absolutely are in this because you have a ministry. I don't believe anybody is here just for the money. Okay. I believe that people who are here are called to be here. So with that being said, do what y'all got to do. Okay. <laughs> do what y'all got to do. And I think it's time for, I think it's time for prayer. I think it's time that we have, oh, I think it's time that we have a devotional, but avoid these mistakes. Okay. Oh man. It's too much. It's too much, man. I'm so grateful for you guys to be here. And I am going to bring on, I am going to bring on our chaplain. All right, everybody. We are trading places. We are trading places. Uh, and we are changing places. All right. So look, here we go. All right. I'm so glad that you guys have been part of Remar Nurse University on tonight. Um, I'm just going to situate it here. Let me put the microphone on so that way you can hear everything. 
nice and clear. All right, awesome, 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 awesome. Um, once again, my name is Mark Callion. Uh, I am the husband of the number one NCLEX instructor on the planet, chaplain of the greatest Remar nursing community in the world. And uh, I just have a few words of encouragement for you. I'm gonna pray for you, and then I'm gonna let you continue on uh, your path for this evening. We're just so grateful that you joined us thus far. We're so glad that you joined us so far. Uh, and so I've been on the side, you know, I'm always like behind the scenes, behind the camera, right on the side. Um, got my laptop here. I'm looking at all the comments. I'm reading everything. If Regina needs something, I'm getting it for her. And so I'm seeing everything that's going on. Uh, and some of you guys are just hype. You're excited. You are ready to go. You are taking action. And I love to see it. You guys are walking by faith and not by sight. Some of you guys don't even have it, but you're like, I'm going to get it. God's going to provide it. And that's going to settle it. And you're moving forward. But there's also a group of you guys that I'm looking and I can tell by the questions that you're asking that you are in a place and that you are that you are literally stuck. Like you're stuck in a place. You don't know like what to do. You don't know if you need to move forward. You don't know if you should look for something else, if you should do some more research, if you can trust what you're hearing. And the reason I know like that you're stuck in and, and it's not just you like, you know, it's not it's nothing wrong with you. It's not in your head. Um, but there's like a real presence that just has you bound because everything that we've witnessed tonight, right? We started off the event uh, with, uh, with one of our, our, our beautiful Remar nurses who has passed uh, her NCLEX LPN. Uh, she studied it, I think, five weeks with just the NCLEX V2. She told you what she used. She told you how she used it. Uh, she told you she had the minimum number of questions and she went through it. And then we see questions like, is the V2 enough to pass, right? So, and, and then you study with the number one teacher, you know, she gives you all of the content, does case studies, brilliantly unfolds the content for NCLEX, and it's just amazing. And then you ask, um, well, can I pass NCLEX with, with what she's created, right? And then we see another testimony of, an, of a, a Remar nurse that was, uh, said she was out of school for eight years, right? She had tested multiple times, she comes back, drops her testimony that she passed using the NCLEX V2. And then you get the question like, uh, do I need something else? And, and, and I can understand that this might even be your first time uh, being a part of the Remar Nurse family, the Remar Nurse uh, community. And so welcome you, I welcome you, I welcome you, I welcome you. But what I wanna tell you is that all of the information, all of the content, everything that you see, and you're still asking these questions is because you are literally stuck and so my purpose right now is to help get you unstuck. She's giving you the content. We started off with prayer. Uh, we've had the testimonials. You know this thing works. The V2 is lit. It's a whole vibe. It is the best resource for NCLEX, everything that you need to pass, but you still feel that you're stuck, right? So um, I'm also, not only am I the uh, Remar Nurse Chaplain, I'm also a, a local church elder. Uh, and so from time to time, I have the opportunity uh, to speak and deliver the word of God, the message uh, from behind the pulpit. And so I wanna share with you uh, just really quickly uh, some words of encouragement that I delivered to the church on Saturday, um, uh, this, this like just two days ago. And I wanna share it with you. And I believe God gave it to me to share with the church, but also to share with you right now. So this is in the book of 2 Kings, uh, chapter six and seven. The book of 2 Kings, chapter six and seven. Uh, the Bible talks about uh, the people of Israel being in a time of a famine, 
right? Now, if you know anything about the Bible, there was this uh, prophet named Elisha that he prophesied that it would not rain for some time and that there would be famine in the land, right? And so uh, there's, there's famine in the land. And not only is there famine, uh, but there's also uh, uh, there's uh, uh, supernatural circumstances going on that are suffocating the people of God, right? Uh, and, and physical circumstances that are suffocating the people of God. There is a surrounding army. The king of Syria has laid siege to Samaria. Now, Samaria is the land where the children of Israel were at this particular time. An uh, enemy king lays siege in other words, surrounds the area with his army, so nothing comes in, nothing goes out. Nothing comes in, nothing goes out. And so the people of God are in this place, and they are stuck, right? They are stuck, and times are getting bad. Times are getting so bad they have hyperinflation. Um, I don't know uh, if you know what hyperinflation is, but it's when the price of everything goes up, and it seems crazy. Now, let me see who my people are. Uh, just so that you know, um, hyperinflation is when the price of oxtail, right? The price of oxtail, I know, like, I know you guys have been seeing that. The price has gone up, right? That's inflation. Now, hyperinflation, like, so oxtail, you know, $15, $20 a pound, that's is wild. Hyperinflation is when that oxtail is like $50, right? $60. And not only the oxtail, like the, the, the good part, right? Um, you can't even get that for that. You can get an ox head for that price. So the Bible talks about in 2 Kings chapter 6 that, uh, that, that it was so bad that the price of a donkey's head for food was going for 60 pieces of silver, right? Not only that, the price of uh, uh, dove's dung was going for the cost of the price of silver. Now, these things are edible, but just barely. Like they have low to no nutritional value. It's just something to put in your stomach so that you so that you don't starve to death. So this was the condition in the land. The condition in the land was so bad that the king was walking around the walls of the city one day and he heard he hears a lady crying. And the lady is crying because she says that she made an agreement with her neighbor that that things were so bad that they would actually consume her son on the day before, and then on the following day. They, they made an agreement that they would consume or eat the neighbor's son. And so she was crying because they, 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 they killed her son. They ate her son. It was bad, y'all. And then the next day when they go to eat, the woman reneges and she, she goes back and she says, you know what? I can't do that to my son. And so now she's feeling cheated. She, she's feeling uh, the, the, the pain, the loss of losing her child and the remorse of trusting a friend. She's stuck. Now, the conditions are like this inside the city, but it's even worse outside of the city. I want to introduce you to four guys. There's four men standing on the outside of the city. The famine is on the inside. There's four guys standing on the outside. These men are lepers. These men are individuals that, uh, that the doctor, that the priest said, listen, you cannot be a part of this society. Uh, you failed the, the, the skin test, and so now you are an outcast for society. Now, here's, 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 here's the where it gets good. Here's the part where I want you to pay attention right here, right? So the four men, they see what's going on inside the city. You have the famine. Outside of the city, they're surrounded by the army, okay? And they're deciding what they should do. They reason to, amongst themselves and say, yo, it's getting so bad. 
that if we stay here, we know we're going to die, right? We're going we're gonna, to, if we go into the city, we're certainly going to die. And if by chance we cast ourselves at the mercy of the enemy, there's a chance that we would die, but there's also a chance that God might bless us and that we might live. Like they might have mercy on us. And so they debate, they talk, and the only thing that they knew, which I want you to realize is that if you stay in the same place that you're in right now, the leprosy wasn't gonna get any better. If you stay in the same place that you're in right now, you're like, you're outside of the city. You can't go back to nursing school, right? You, you can't, the, the program already graduated you. You did the pinning thing. Now you're on the outside. You can't go back in, right? And so they decided that the only chance that they had to live was to get unstuck and then go to the enemy's camp and present themselves for mercy. So they decided to do this. They gather their, uh, themselves. They go to the enemy's camp very carefully, very slowly, very cautiously. And when they get to the enemy's camp, they're prepared to say, hey, you know, do with us as you will. We're at your mercy. We were stuck back there, but there's a chance that something good might happen. When they get to the enemy's camp, they found out that God had did something for them, that God did something, did a mighty work for them. They get to the enemy's camp and they find out that the enemy has gone. Like the enemy has left the camp deserted. Nobody is there. Uh, they, they, they start going and looking in the tents of the, of the soldiers and, and they see the, you know, the, the, the soldiers left their clothing and they left some food and uh, they, left, uh, they left their weapons. And, and then they start going to some other tents, a little bit bigger tent, and they go to the, to the captain's tents. And inside the captain's tents, they see a little bit more food. They see some, uh, some, some grapes, they see some bread, they see some flour, some wine. Uh, and then they, they go to the bigger tent and they see the general's tent. And the general has left all of his wealth and his riches, his silver, his gold, his garments. And they realize that the camp is deserted and everything that they need was right there. Now, if they had stayed where they were, they definitely would have what? They would have died. If they had went into the city, if they tried to go backwards <laughs> to that old job, that old career, that old life, yeah, it, it, they would have died. It would have been a slow death because there's famine on the inside. There's death on the outside. The only thing they could do was move forward and say, hey, throw themselves at the hands of God, to the hands of the enemy, that God would have mercy on them. And they found that God blessed them abundantly. Now, here's a beautiful thing. These guys were already rejected by the people, already rejected by the city, but they had another discussion. They talked amongst themselves and they said this. They said, you know what? We could take all of this for ourselves or we could gather what we can and we can go back and tell the people where they can get something. They could go back and tell the people, you know, that they don't have to starve anymore by staying locked down. They don't have to starve anymore uh, by staying inside the walls. And the amazing thing about it is, is that, is that the Bible doesn't say, you know, how long it took them to get to the camp. Uh, it doesn't say uh, uh, how long 
uh, the people were gone before they got there. It could have been moments. It could have been hours. It could have been a day. But at some point, the people on the inside of the city, uh, inside of the city were fearing an imaginary enemy. They were fearing an enemy that was no longer there. They were fearing uh, an obstruction that had already been removed by God. See, the Bible says that God sent confusion in the camp of the enemy, and they thought that they were under attack, and so they left and they fleed. And that made room for those four lepers that said that they were just going to go ahead and move forward. And so what I want to tell you is that just like those lepers, you can't stay where you are. Like, you can't go back to school. <laughs> the old job is not for you. If you stay right where you are, it's going to be a slow death. But if you move forward by faith on the premise that God might do something for me, I believe he's going to bless you. I believe he's going to change your circumstance. And I believe he's going to use you just like he used those lepers to take a message back and say, hey, y'all, you don't got to be stuck no more. Right. You know, the, the classmate that was with you, that was going through the going through when you were going through, you're going through. You can go back and say, hey. It's better on the other side. All you have to do is move forward. So as you feel stuck, I want to let you know that God is already making a way. He's already clearing this thing out. In fact, he's already started like he gave Regina the, uh, the vision and the impression to, to prepare this for the Remar nurses years ago. When they announced that the new next gen was coming uh, back in 2019, God put it in her heart. All right, let me start getting this thing ready. And I think she put it on Facebook not too long ago that, you know, uh, I prepared, she prepared for three years to teach a test that her students are now passing in three weeks. What I'm trying to tell you guys, if you, if you just get unstuck and say, you know what, I'm going to move forward into unknown territory, I believe God is going to do something for you. So that's what we're here for tonight. This might apply to your spiritual life. You might be stuck uh, uh, in your relationship, your walk with God, and, and the, the bread kind of got stale on you, right? You haven't been in your word as you should, right? There's some fresh bread if you just move forward. But you, gotta, you can't stay where you are. You got you to gotta move forward. You can't go back. You got to go forward, all right? Uh, and, and, and when you do, you will realize that by faith, God sees that. You walk by faith and not by sight. So it's not about how long you've been out of school. It's not about how many times you've taken a test. Uh, it's not about, you know, whether you can afford it. It's about, all right, God, help me to move forward. I'm, I'm going forward step by step. And as I go, I need, you to, I need you to clear out the enemy. I need you to make room, right? I need you to make room. As I make room for you, I need you to make room for me. Because uh, the Bible says that your gifts and talents will make room for you. So as you move forward, I believe that God will orchestrate that path just for you to walk into that. That is the end of our devotion. I want to make sure that you are unstuck in Jesus' name. Let me say a prayer just to seal it. Father in heaven, we thank you for uh, the clarity of your word. We thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to minister to your people and speak to their hearts in just the way that they need it, Lord. Ask Lord, that you would strengthen this word so they can share with somebody else and that they can uh, declare your good, good, your glory, your goodness, your grace, your mercy in the life of somebody else. Also, Lord, as they make the decision to get unstuck um, with their careers, also, Lord, help them not to stand in the same place with you, but to ever move forward but from glory to glory, from grace to grace. And we pray this in Jesus' name. And let the church say, <laughs> let the nurses say, amen. 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 Awesome. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for attending. Thank you so much for attending.
Remar Nurse University. Let me get in here. Okay. Next week, we are going to pick up with our new patient. Um, it'll be next Monday night at 8 p.m. We're going to pick up with our new patient, and we will go again over another clinical simulation to prepare you for next-gen NCLEX. So I'm so excited for um, for this opportunity. And remember, on Wednesday, oh, we yeah. have game night at 9 o'clock. We got game night over the first 10 pages of Quick Ooh. Facts, okay? So Listen, the first 10. If you don't have Quick Facts, we're doing something special this week, only the first week this of week? RNU. Uh -huh. Get your Quick Facts for NCLEX book. Guys, go to remarnurse.com. Click on the red button that says Quick Facts, and you'll see an amazing price this week only because you can start with Quick Facts, yeah. and then you can get the rest of the program closer towards the end uh, so that you, you can make sure that you have the content that you need to pass your NCLEX exam. Yep, so we will be doing um, the first 10 pages on Wednesday night. We'll be giving away a $200 top prize for the person who gets the most questions right mm. um, on the exam. And so we're All doing right. this game night every single Wednesday night in uh -huh. June yep. during Remar Nurse University with cash prizes, y'all. That's going to be That's amazing. Be yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you, Elder Mark, for coming and giving us that very timely message about just evaluating. As we are evaluating our nursing knowledge, evaluating our position, um, our mentality, yeah. how we're thinking about things so we are not stuck. We're not stuck. I like that a lot. Because if you stay there, you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you're going to die, y'all. And we want you to live. That's true. Right? That's true. So thank you guys so much. Um, and thank you for the prayers. And uh, continue to pray for us. We'll continue to pray for you until we meet again next week, guys. So again, thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>